Let us pray. God of goodness and wisdom, open our hearts and minds to your words today. May your Holy Spirit flow, inspire, and guide us. Amen. The wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. Willing to yield. Now, I'm not very willing to yield myself. In fact, I don't really care for it. Whether I'm driving somewhere or in another situation, I'm more naturally inclined to go or to take, to believe that I have the right of way, the right answer, or the important thing to do or to say or place to be. I don't want to yield. I want to be right. I am right, right? Well, as my wife Stacy recently pointed out to me, sometimes I can be a bit self-righteous. What? It would seem that those who know us well, well, they know us well. Not too long ago, I shared with my wife and daughter an actual story of driving and yielding and right away. I was so sure that I didn't need to yield, that I had the right of way. And it ended with this person cussing me out and me having some not too kind words for them and thinking less kind thoughts and words about them. And when I explained it to my family, guess what? I was wrong. I was completely wrong. And I had been so sure. My wife pointed out to me, that sometimes I can get like that. Pretty sure I'm right. Pretty sure others are wrong. Pretty indignant about it. I'm right, they're wrong. What? My wife reminded me, what about this one time? And then there was that other time. And then, oh. I finally came to the realization that my wife was right. And I was wrong. And in fact, I do get pretty upset and act poorly when I'm so sure that I'm right. So today's reading from James hits pretty close to home for me. Over these past few weeks, we've been getting some pretty practical, good advice about how to live our lives, how to relate well and to get along with others. And this week, James continues by encouraging us to find and to follow what James calls the wisdom of God. Now, this wisdom is in sharp contrast to the wisdom of the earth, which we can see reflected in the values of our society today. This idea of me first, looking out for number one, what James calls selfish ambition. Consume, 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 bigger, better, newer, envious and desiring of what others have or what we don't have yet. The kind of wisdom that causes envy and selfish ambition and leads to disorder and wickedness, James says, is not from above, not from God. And it's not good for us. It's not good for humanity and it's not good for our planet. James tells us we are to be peacemakers who will sow in peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. We are to look to the wisdom of God 
that we see directly reflected and modeled in the life and the works of Jesus. Wisdom whose attributes are peace, gentleness, willingness to yield, and fullness of mercy. This is how we are to act and to treat one another, to show by our lives and actions that we are following God's wisdom, seeking to emulate Jesus. Show with your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. But how? First, we have to be willing to admit that we've gotten it wrong. Willing to cede our power. We need to yield. Yield to others and yield to God. To do our best to cultivate these attributes of God's wisdom, working hard and consciously to be peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, and full of mercy. And when our lives reflect God's divine nature demonstrated in Jesus, then we are submitting, yielding to God's power in and over our lives, yielding our power, forsaking the world's wisdom for God's wisdom. This is what it means to draw nearer to God, to draw ourselves nearer to God's love. Draw near to God, James tells us, and God will draw near to you. Remember that one step, one effort, one small action, no matter how small, they all count in this idea of us approaching, drawing nearer to God. And remember, too, that God rejoices in your approach. God leaps to meet you, just like a happy dog, a joyous toddler, or a lover after a long time apart. In today's gospel story, we get another look at this wisdom of God in the actions of Jesus. Jesus has some tough words for his disciples, but they did not understand what he was saying and were afraid to ask him. Jesus' disciples don't understand that he's going to be betrayed and killed. What? No, say it isn't so. Jesus doesn't model what they expect or what we expect when it comes to interactions of power. Jesus doesn't demonstrate worldly power or wisdom, but God's wisdom, God's ways. Jesus is willing to yield. He is full of mercy Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. Remember that Jesus didn't enter Jerusalem on a great white stallion decked in conquering soldiers' armor, but on a donkey wearing simple clothes. He didn't incite his followers to insurrection and a violent overthrow of the powers that were. No. God's power and wisdom is about sowing peace, bringing about wholeness and healing, right relationships, valuing and lifting up the least, welcoming, honoring, loving them. Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Godly wisdom is servant leadership. Jesus shows his disciples exactly what he means in the way that he treats a young child, elevating the child from no status to 
equal status with God. A bold statement. Then he took a little child and put it among them. And he said to them, whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. This isn't, as it's sometimes portrayed, a sweet scene of Jesus loving a little child. It's much, much more. Jesus is tearing down the whole societal structure here. This is the wisdom of God. Earthly wisdom values relationships of power and privilege. But the godly wisdom proclaimed by Jesus lifts up the lowly, the no names, the no power or standings. Sharon H. Ringe calls this scene from Mark's gospel a powerful and shocking depiction of the paradoxical values of God's will and reign, confronting the dominant values of human societies and assigning worth and importance to every person. Earthly wisdom values things, power, getting ahead at all costs. Godly wisdom values people and relationships. When we yield to others, recognizing their shared value as children of God, when we give up our own power, submit to God, and draw near to the divine, then we are becoming wise in God's ways, and we begin to show with our good lives that our works are done with gentleness, born of the wisdom of God. Draw near to God, and God will most certainly draw near to you. Amen.